Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, our Facebook page, A to Z Sports Nashville, uh, YouTube, and Instagram, A to Z Sports that's as a well. Lot. I mean, that's I a know, I, I'm just man. adding to it. Got to thank our sponsors. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. Thanking our sponsors because they truly make everything happen uh, for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com. Guys, you're going to want to see the new Titans draft class on the the field in Nissan Stadium. TennesseeTickets.com is where to get your tight single game tickets available uh, coming uh, on May 9th. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Uh, there are so many ways Renters Warehouse can help you out. Alternatives to selling your home in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com. Man, do the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation uh, simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Uh, with all of that science, and the results are real because the science is real. Mandu.com, your first workout is free, and you're going to need Mandu uh, when they open back up after all of our quarantine pounds we're putting on. The Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you guys relief by saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance. An average of 20% on your personal insurance. That's TuckerTN.com for the Tucker Agency. And Calvin and Subtle Hardwood and Finishings, taking CDC precautions to service the hardwood flooring needs of Middle Tennessee for an appointment, call this number 615-448-6414 or hit them up at calvinandsubtle.com. Zach, I have the receipts. The receipts for our predictions on how we have been, I I guarantee this, no other show has at least predicted one draft pick correctly, like 100% correct, in every single one of John Robinson's draft picks, draft classes. There's been four years John Robinson has been the GM uh, for the Titans. We have gotten at least one guy correct in all of those. So I've got the receipts. In 2016, the first draft class, I hit three. I hit Jack Conklin in the first round. I hit Kevin Byard in the third round. And I hit Sebastian Tola out of Arkansas in that the sixth one. round. That Tola pick was, I mean, we all know what happened to Sebastian Tola, but that thing, that's impressive right there. Yes, I pulled that out of my ass. And, and I had some inside info on the Kevin Byard deal. I knew the Titans loved Kevin Byard out of MTSU, so I got that one. The next year, I pulled out another third-round pick out of my ass. Didn't work out so well. I predicted Taewon Taylor out of Western Kentucky in the third round. Uh, he has been traded to the Browns where he didn't really play at all. In 2018, I hit Rashawn Evans in the first round. And then, Zach, last year, you called A.J. Brown the Titans. Like in October. Ten, ten months out almost. It felt like it was – you had A.J. Brown the Tennessee Titans so early. So that's six picks. October to April. I mean, that, look. You, pretty good. You got a feeling. You got a feeling. That's six months because I know that's when my car insurance wraps. So October to April, (laughs) exactly six months. So I know that for sure. So we have hit six picks. We are hitting 20% of John Robinson's draft picks we have predicted. I think that's pretty damn impressive. I don't think anybody else, no other show, can say that about the Titans draft. Well, can we keep this streak alive? Look, I've got five guys. I also, I've got a wild card. I'm really excited about my wild card pick because – I do think this is a team need. I think that they could go out and get this guy. And if they do, in fact, draft him, I think people are going to love this particular player. So I've got a wild card. I don't know if you do, but 
we're going to start in the first round because that's where everything starts. That's what tonight is all about. Round number one, the Titans, look, you pick late. That means you did well last season, right? 29th, or you've traded a pick. But in this, in this case, the AFC Championship game appearance earned them the 29th overall pick. Now, one thing we don't know is we don't know how the, the draft is going to fall tonight, and we don't know if John Robinson is going to will be willing to trade out of that pick with the guys in place when he goes on the clock to not even have a first-round pick. So I've actually hedged my bet ah. with two guys because I do think there's a position of need, and I've got two guys that I'm ready to disclose that they could either get in the first round at 29 or maybe at the top of the second round if they do trade back. Okay, I'm ready to hear it. I've also got two guys who could fall in that in that first slash second round as well. So, I'll, Zach, I'll let you start it uh, with your first of your. Well, your something trip. that you're going to probably find out a little bit later on our social media. We've been doing our media mock drafts. I have yet to pick my selection, so Correct. we'll just do this. Hey, screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do <laughs> it live. We're doing it live right now. I have Christian Fulton of LSU, the cornerback. I think that if he falls to them at 29, I think that's a great pick. They need a cornerback. I know they just signed Ty Smith, but because of Malcolm Butler's contract and because of Adore Jackson's fifth-year option, look, Adore has played very, very well at times. And at times, he's, you know, he's kind of – he's gotten beat deep. So is Malcolm Butler. Mm -hmm. But I think Fulton out of LSU, he's a guy to watch that you could get at 29. I think that would be a good pick if they stuck there in the first run. Right? Uh, I, I like that. I think Christian Fulton would be an absolute win if the Titans are able to get them. Uh, so I, I don't think we're getting – Jeff says we're freezing up. I, I don't think see anybody else saying we're freezing up. I think uh, maybe, Jeff, try to refresh your, your feed there too as we are live here all over the place on – Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and IG Live this morning. So I like that. So I will – I honestly – I don't think the, the Titans are going to get a corner in the first round. I feel like all the good corners are going to go too early. Uh, Okuda is going to go – Well, he may be gone. And, but. Yeah, and that's, and that's my thought, Zach, is I think Okuda, Henderson, Fulton, Gladney, and uh, I think those four corners are really the top four – Jalen Johnson, as Brad Benson pulled, uh, mentions, I, I feel like Jalen Johnson is a, a little bit of a reach at 29 if they're there. So I think the Titans, if they stick and pick at 29, I think the corners are out of reach there. So well, I didn't. Here, well, here's where I'm hedging my bet on okay. this, this particular topic is I think two things. I think quarterbacks will be taken before then, and I think wide receivers will be taken before then. You, If you have four quarterbacks, and we all. We all know the quarterbacks. If if you have those, then I think that can maybe fall. The cornerbacks could fall to you at twenty nine because the the quarterbacks always go in the top of the draft. The wide receivers this year there could be seven of them, maybe six, but there could be seven that goes before twenty nine. Yeah, and and if you guys missed it last night, Zach and I and Buck, we went we went three way on A to Z Sports Primetime. We'll do the same thing 
uh, tonight during the first round of the draft. So I've got one try stream instead of three way. I, I, you know, I, I like the it's not a three way. I, I think it's hilarious. It's now, not you, a three way. I want to be, be a part of. You might be insecure about just calling oh, it that yeah. because it's yeah. funny. Yeah, big big insecure <laughs> guy over here. Yeah, I real, think it's funny know, to call gosh, it three way. But my that's insecurities fine. are seeping out of my. I know, throat. I know. All right, so uh, so I'll give you one of my guys, and then we're gonna get you guys um, involved more. I, I have my number one guy on my list is somebody I'm cool with the Titans taking at 29. I think the reality of him being there is absolutely real. Uh, and so I'm going to go with the same guy I went with on the A to Z Sports Media Mock Draft, TCU D lineman Ross Blacklock. I, I, a lot of people have said he's the best pass rusher in this class of the interior defensive lineman, even better of a pass rusher than Kinlaw, Derek Brown, or the kid uh, out of Oklahoma as well, whose name's uh, escaping me right now. But I think Ross Blacklock out of TCU would be a great addition to have right next to Jeffrey Simmons. He replaces Jarrell Casey. He's cheap. He's young. He's big. And he can do a lot of different things on the defensive line. So I think Ross Blacklock is there at 29, regardless if the Titans pick or trade out. And they can even try to trade out and, and scoop him up, up, up again. I like Blacklock. Yeah, and I knew you were going to go that way. I, I do too. I think that would be a good pick to pair with Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, you got to hit on your first rounder. He's got to come in there. He cannot be Austin Johnson in the se second round of a couple of years ago. He's got to be able to be a force if you are going to pick him in the first round. And Blacklock's much more disruptive and productive than Austin Johnson ever was at Penn State. Austin Johnson was like uh, the basketball player who put on 40 pounds and was athletic, and you're like, ah, I really like the athleticism and the potential of Austin Johnson. It just did not pan out with the Titans. Blacklock is ready to go uh, on day one. So that's my first pick. So you go with Christian Fulton out of LSU. I go with Ross Blacklock. Uh, I think both uh, can be available at 29 overall. Uh, and no, Austin Johnson Turner is in the in New York with Dave Gettleman and the Giants. So here's, here's what we're going to do now. Let's get you guys involved. We want your final prediction on who you think the Titans will draft at 29 tonight in the NFL Draft's first round. We're going to be live uh, when that happens on these same platforms you're watching now. I don't think we'll be able to go live on Instagram uh, tonight because we'll have the tri-stream going with Buck involved, and you can't do that on IG. IG needs to get uh, the three streams going uh, with that IG live. But we want to ask you, you guys, who do you think? What's your final prediction on the Titans picking at 29? I see Z Mark says he thinks trade. You can you can think there's a trade, but I want a name. I want a name where if they have to pick at 29, where do they go? But first, Zach, tell the fine people about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, and Tristan on Instagram says uh, Jeff Gladney or Terrell Lewis uh, right there. I want to talk to you about Calvin Soul, though, because they are a great sponsor, a presenting sponsor here on A to Z Sports, and they specialize in hardwood floors here in Middle Tennessee. It's very, very easy. You call them up. Rachel, their, their, their salesperson, will sit there, and they'll schedule a meeting for them to come out to your house, and it's this simple. They come out and diagnose what floor you need to be replaced. You can either go to their showroom, or they can bring you out some custom samples. You make your selection, and here's where the turnaround time is so simple. They've got a product for every single budget, whether it's $30 a square foot or if it's $1.99 a square foot. They've got you covered if you need to replace your hardwood floors. 
but they order the material within a week and within two weeks, you can have it installed. I mean, that's the turnaround time. Now, for maybe a custom job, it could go to three to four, but the turnaround time is absolutely fantastic. It's simple. 615-448-6414. That's Calvin and Subtle. Like them on Facebook. Look, awesome. We also do our hardwood highlight every single week. That's from the show. It's a special hardwood highlight brought to you by Calvin and Subtle. Visit them online and look at some of their products at calvinandsubtle.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget to rate and review. Subscribe to our podcast feed, A to Z Sports, wherever you get your podcasts. They're uh, more than just what Austin, what Zach and I do with A to Z Sports. Buck, also the Tighten Up podcast and the Big Orange podcast, the new episode out this morning. So reading through your final predictions, guys, your predictions on who you think the Titans will take uh, at 29. Justin says he goes either Gladney or Gross Matos. Uh, B-Ret says Fulton's better than Gladney. Uh, let's see. Chris Newell says Gladney. Christian Fulton from Yannick. Is that Yannick and Gakway? Yannick and Gakway right there? Uh, no, he's uh, Christian Fulton there. Uh, Brent says Jeff Gladney. Uh, Dashing with Cody says uh, Joshua Jones from Houston. The offensive tackle would be good. That would be interesting because you're, you're not going to start that guy at, at right tackle day one unless he's just amazing or Dennis Kelly gets hurt, but Josh Jones tackle was an early mock to the Titans in the first round. Uh, CAU says Fulton Sumner says if the stars align, the Titans land a cornerback corner at 29, a uh, second base scenario is trading down Brad with the first AJ Epinesa. Here's a good one from Kyle. I, I almost did this with our uh, A to Z sports Titans media mock was Antoine Winfield jr. The reason why I, Steered away from Antoine Win- Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota is because he's still he is a safety. Now he has the ability to play in the slot, and I think if you're trying to find Logan Ryan's replacement, I think the best true replacement for Logan Ryan in this draft is Antoine Winfield Jr. He has man cover skills. He's he's built like a safety, so he can tackle and play in the run game. And the guy has a nose for the football when it comes to forcing fumbles. He had seven interceptions last year. He was the Big Ten DB of the year. Antoine Winfield Jr., the only red flag about him is he's had two significant injuries. He's a fifth-year sophomore. Have you ever heard of a fifth-year sophomore before? No, because that's how often he's been hurt. (laughs) He's taken a regular red shirt and then two medical red shirts, a fifth-year sophomore. But the guy is really good, and obviously with his name, Antoine Winfield, his dad was a beast too. So I think the Antoine Winfield – uh, uh, pick would be very intriguing. I just don't think it could happen. Yeah, uh, Judd on Instagram says Cameron Dantzler from Mississippi State, the cornerback, and and Jay Beckner says, can Amani Hooker not replace Logan Ryan? Well, I think this leads us and le- leads me into my second prediction. Look, we're throwing out some guys that the Titans could draft tonight and in the coming days. If they do trade out of that first overall pick with uh, with 29, they could get this guy in the second round, and that's Trevon Diggs out of Alabama. Okay. I think they – look, Alabama guys, they've drafted them before. There is a relationship with the Nick Saban thing. I think Diggs can give them what they need at corner. Plus, Diggs I don't think is a first-round pick. I, I, think, I think he's a second round, maybe a late second round, maybe a mid-second round if somebody's going to reach on him early. But look at Diggs from Alabama – they could go get him plus get more picks from that 29 slot if maybe Love has not been selected out of Utah State. If Jordan Love hasn't been selected, 
at 29, that's primo real estate to get out of the first round into the second. Trevon Diggs out of Alabama, that is my second prediction. I wouldn't be surprised if they got him. Uh, Corey says, I like Diggs. He's long and athletic, and that's good for and corner. He's, and he's smart. I've, I've listened to some interviews with him. The guy's intelligent, and that's what you've got. To, when we predict these things, th- this is not just like a you know throwing spaghetti at the wall and see if it sticks. We have we have studied. Let's just be honest. The let, let's be honest. The tendencies of John Robinson and the type of guys that he likes to select, and they're smart. They're physical. They're tough. Mentally tough. And I think Trevon Diggs checks those boxes. Rob says he can also tackle in the run game, and he's got a good pedigree. Stephon Diggs just got traded for a first-round pick, his brother from the Vikings to the Bills. So uh, I, I also went with a cornerback in my second uh, guy. So we're A to Z Sports here live. We're on IGTV or IG Live for the first time. We're on YouTube once again uh, this morning, also on Facebook and Periscope. Uh, we're giving our five guys we think the Titans can land in the draft this weekend. Uh, I went with Ross Blacklock on my first one. Uh, Zach went with Christian Fulton from LSU. Zach just went double corner there. He thinks the Titans could land uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs. My second guy is also a corner, and I'm going with a guy the Titans have ties to and it's like a it's not quite Kevin Bacon ties to but it's a little bit closer than that I think Damon Arnett out of Ohio State could be someone they could take at 61 overall if they pick at 29 trade out whatever it is if the Titans are at 61 overall I think Damon Arnett out of Ohio State makes a lot of sense why do the Titans have ties to him? Because Mike Vrabel, we've seen it in Urban Meyer's text messages. Mike Vrabel knows Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach, really well. He tried to hire Ryan Day as his offensive coordinator before hiring Matt LaFleur. So you got that. Also, Kerry Coombs, former Titans DB coach, current Titans or current Ohio State defensive coordinator, was uh, the DB coach at Ohio State when Damon Arnett was recruited there. So I think if you go all the way back with Kerry Coombs going back and forth between Columbus and Nashville, I think Damon Arnett, they know a lot about already. Now he's a one-year starter, but that one year was really good. And so I think Damon Arnett is my second guy and five guys I think the Titans can land. All right, as we roll right along, I want to I want to pick a guy. I, I kind of want to go back because it, he's a, he would be a first-round selection I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because okay. we're going to talk about uh, a, a one prospect, prospect that the Titans cannot pass up if he falls to 29. I have my guy here, but he's a first rounder. So I can hold off. Yeah, let's, can- kind of, let's, let's hold on that because I've got my guy. I've actually got two, but I've got one a backup just in case you name mine. So, so we've still got the one guy if he falls to 29 you can't pass up on. All right, so here's a guy we discussed last night in our tri-stream last night with Buck Rising and Austin Stanley. And we're going to be doing that again live for the draft. So uh, all of you, the people watching on Instagram, like us on Facebook, YouTube, or, or Twitter, and you'll be able to hear this stream. We're going to live react once these picks actually happen. Right? Yes. That's that's the best part about this. Yeah, our boy uh, Teron Davenport from ESPNs in the comments, he's backing up Zach's pick. He, he says Diggs is a good pick. He featured him. Uh, he did a feature on Diggs. He's a shutdown type of guy. Only gave up one touchdown in two years at Alabama, which is a pretty impressive thing, especially when Joe Burrow, you were playing against that guy a couple times 
uh, there too. So my, my guy Common is up early, spin some rhymes. <laughs> I love I, the, I, my favorite comments to read. Sorry, everybody else. I like when Teron comments and, and compliments, or at least I'm on my side because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Commons right there agreeing with me. Uh, if you missed that conversation from earlier this week about why we're calling Tron Common. All right, a guy I'm going to rehash that we talked about last night. We were talking about replacing Derrick Henry, maybe possibly or at least finding him a backup because he's on that one-year franchise tag. I know they're working for a long-term deal, but I went pan-personal as far as Mike Vrabel is concerned. Okay. A.J. the Sauce Dillon. Okay, A.J. Dillon running back out of Boston College, I think in the later rounds, you could get this guy, and I think that the the Nashvillians and Titans fans all over the country would be pleased with A.J. Dillon. He's got a bevy of different attributes. He could catch out of the backfield. I think he would compliment Derrick Henry very, very well. And plus, I don't want to spend – if you're the Titans, you don't want to spend a high draft pick on a running back that may not be used because we know how much of a workhorse – that Derrick Henry is. Now, on third down, that's a difference, yeah. but I go A.J. Dillon is one of my predictions. Yeah, somebody earlier in the show on Periscope, I think it was, said Jonathan Taylor would look really good next to Derrick Henry, and my response to that comment was going to be, yeah, Jonathan Taylor would look really good on the sideline while Derrick Henry's getting the ball 250-plus times a year. Uh, so I, I think A.J. Dillon is somebody you can get later on where you're not giving up. Like You need to use – the, your your top two or three picks on guys who are going to play a lot this season. Uh, so uh, here's a stat. Jeff says uh, A.J. Dillon faced a stacked box 49% of the time. That means it wasn't stacked 51% of the time. But uh, I think that's interesting on A.J. Dillon. I've got a running back later on, but I'm double dipping on corners. You've gotten two corners in your five guys already you've mentioned. Uh, my fourth of my five is another corner, Amik Robertson out of Louisiana Tech. This is like a third-slash-fourth-round type pick for the Titans. He's like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but he's fast. He's aggressive. If you go back and watch Louisiana Tech versus Texas, Colin Johnson is a wide receiver who is like six foot six, played for Texas, caught a ton of touchdowns over the last couple of years for Texas because he's so tall. Amik Robertson just punked that dude. Amik Robertson, who's almost a whole foot shorter than Colin Johnson, got the best of Colin Johnson that day. So Amik Robertson, really fast. Short guy, aggressive, has little man syndrome, which you want uh, from a cornerback like that. Kind of Cortland Finnegan-esque there, uh, but faster. So I got Amik Robertson as my fourth guy on the list from La Tech. Yeah, Tristan on uh, IG says that guy's a dog. Likes oh. that Likes that pick. Except you spell it D-A-W-G, not D-O-G. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move right along. I've got, I've got a guy, defensive lineman. I, look, I, heavy defense. I haven't said my... My one guy, if he falls to 29, I'll just go ahead and preface that as an offensive player. Ooh. But right now, I think interior, watch out for Rashard Lawrence out of LSU. Interior defensive lineman. He's not a first or second round pick, but a later pick. I think the Titans, that's another prediction. Look, we're, we're kind of we're trying to play a guessing game of getting in the mind of John Robinson and obviously not knowing how the draft will fall. But Rashard Lawrence out of LSU, interior defensive lineman, I think he would compliment Jeffrey Simmons very well if they don't go that route early on in the draft. All right, so there we go. So that's your fifth? Uh, that is my fourth. So uh, your fourth. Run through your four again. I've got Christian Fulton. I've got uh, Trayvon Diggs. 
I've got AJ Dillon and I have Richard Lawrence. So that is four. Four. How did I get ahead of you? Oh, I skipped my second. I just I I skipped my second just completely out of nowhere. My bad. How about this? I got to go jump up the board because I skipped over Marlon Davidson out of Auburn. I think if if Ross if they trade Black back, I think my my I guess insurance on uh, hedging my bets. You're really is, trying to get this first pick in your five. I'm, picks. I'm trying to get the first pick right because that's the easiest one to get right because after that it's a crapshoot. So my my top four are Ross Blacklock, Marlon Davidson, then Damon Arnett, and then Amik Robertson out of Lantech. So my bad, I just completely jumped over Marlon Davidson, but he's a guy who can also fill that void left by Jarrell Casey along the defensive front. Because here's the thing about I, I didn't mention earlier about the D line. Because Jarrell Casey just got traded. They moved on from that big contract. Another guy who has another big contract who doesn't exactly play up to it as much, good player, but Daquan Jones is making $7 million a year. Salary cap's about to get tight. If they draft a guy like Blacklock or Marlon Davidson early, then that allows them to do to Daquan Jones what they just did to Jarrell Casey next offseason. And now you've got Simmons and whoever that is, Blacklock or Davidson, there on the D-line, and you can save some cap space moving forward because you got to pay some more of these guys. Janu, Jayon, those guys are coming up. Dory obviously, is going to be costing more. Uh, so that's where I go with Marlon Davidson there. All right, so with that point about Daquan Jones, moves me into my fifth and final pick. I've gotten two cornerbacks, a running back, a defensive lineman. I'm going to go another defensive lineman in my predictions. Is And this is a guy that maybe you've seen because Utah was, uh, was a little bit hot this year. He was on national TV, that late-night Pac-12 game. Are you about to go quarterback? No, I'm oh. not. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go quarterback. Okay. I'm gonna go Lecky Fotu. Ah, Lecky Fotu, defensive lineman. He was a senior. This guy can be a game wrecker. Interior defensive lineman. I think he accomplishes what we've been talking about. Possibly, if they do have to move on from Daquan Jones, they have to replace Jarrell Casey in some capacity. Nobody's gonna come in and just immediately replace. The tatted monster. I don't even think Jeffrey Simmons can do that. I think well, because Jeffrey Simmons was there last year too. So you know, you now you're still without. You, you still have you had both of them last year, so you can't have both of them this year, obviously. Yeah. So Lecky Foe too. If you, you can go look him up, this guy he's a good character guy. He's a captain on Utah's team, or was. I I think maybe in the later rounds they could take a chance on him. So high defense and one running back. I've gone two corners, two defensive linemen. And a running back. All right, my fifth guy um, to round out the five guys we think the Titans can land in this draft. We're trying to continue and stretch our streak out to five. We've predicted uh, one, at least one guy in all four of John Robinson's draft classes so far. So we got a lot riding on this, A to Z does as a business. So my fifth guy, I mentioned him last night in our tri-stream as well on primetime with Buck, and that is running back from Vanderbilt, Keyshawn Vaughn. I, I think they can wait on running back until Saturday. And Keyshawn Vaughn, there's some other guys there too, like McFarland from Maryland, uh, you know, a couple guys out west from UCLA, Josh Kelly as well. But I think Keyshawn Vaughn is my favorite of those. So that is my fifth out of my five. Keyshawn Vaughn running back Vandy. There you go. And uh, look, we talked a little bit about that last night. I, Keyshawn Vaughn would be a nice addition. If they get Keyshawn Vaughn or A.J. Dillon 
or Cam Akers for that ladder. I think those are my three running backs in the later rounds. If you got those guys, I think that I think the Titans would be making a good selection. So those are my three running backs. I I, I agree with all all of those in that sense. All right, Zach, A to Z Sports, you're live on NFL Draft Day. It is today. The draft starts at 7 o'clock tonight. We will be live as the Titans are picking. So make sure you have your notifications on wherever you're following us, YouTube, Twitter, Periscope, and Facebook. That's where we'll be live tonight. So check that out and make sure you're following us all over the place, including Instagram at A to Z Sports. You teased this like 48 hours ago. Who is the one prospect the Titans absolutely cannot pass up if he falls to 29? The one, he might not be a position of need, but the guy who, if he falls there at 29, you got to get him. We'll do that. I think Zach's got his. I've got mine. I think both of them are on offense. But first, Zach, tell the people about Tucker Agency. Yeah, Tucker Agency right here local. Look, a lot of people have fallen on hard times because of the coronavirus. And we took that seriously, and that was one of the reasons why we partnered with Tucker Agency. And really, that's one of the reasons they partnered with us is to give back and help you guys. If you're trying to find some extra cash to put food on your table or just to to pay your bills or pay your mortgage, maybe rearrange your insurance because you got to have home insurance and auto insurance, valuables maybe that you have at your house. Tucker Agency can help relieve some of that because their customers save an average of 20%. 20% of your insurance every single month, that can add up. TuckerTN.com, Will Tucker and his team, and they've got local guys. Look, he's right here from Middle Tennessee. He will help you out. I know him personally. He's a really, really good guy. TuckerTN.com saves some money by just rearranging the life that you're already living. And they're trusted right here in Middle Tennessee. That's TuckerTN.com. You can save some money, and then you can take advantage of maybe a tough time. But TuckerTN.com is there for you. All right, A to Z Sports, we got Titans for Life asking, how do you turn on notifications? So if you're on Twitter, which they are, you go to our profile, and there's a button that says it looks like a bell. So you ring that bell, hit that button. That's the notifications. Also, Facebook allows you to turn on notifications if you go to our Facebook page as well. So that's how you do that. So the question is, one guy who falls to 29 that nobody was expecting, the Titans cannot pass him up, even if he's not a position of need. I saw Houston say if Jerry Judy slips into the late teens, go get him, like trade up to get him. I've seen a couple people on Instagram Live saying C.D. Lamb. Um, now that's, that's like really high of the, if those guys are falling the 29, then something really weird is happening. Like, like I kind of want to take, and I look, we asked the question, so everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I do want to take somewhat of a realistic approach on this Yes. of, and I have kind of two, same position, two guys, one more realistic than the other, but I like, Judy's not going to be there. He's just not. Well, there's, and that's the thing. Maybe Houston was talking about and bringing up the knee issues with Jerry Judy. And uh, that's happened a lot like this week. And weird stuff always happens draft week where all of a sudden Jerry Judy has a bad knee. Like, where has this bad knee been over the last year? When everybody says Jerry Judy's the best wide receiver prospect uh, over the last couple of years, like you know, where's the knee been this whole time? That's somebody else saying, I don't know. Maybe that's like the the Raiders uh, at 19 are like, let's just hope Jerry Judy falls to us at 19 and and try to sabotage this knee thing. So I don't necessarily know if I believe that. What do you think? And I, I'm gonna get to mine because mine was just said on the comment section, so I'll give credit. 
Which comment section? Or is they're all over the place? Yeah, we got a lot of comments. Well, that's a good thing. That's why a lot of people yes. are watching the show. A lot of people are interacting. That's why we're asking for your comments because this is the good question, which is if somebody falls to 29, like a guy, you the Titans, you just you cannot pass up. What do you think about, and this is not my guy, but what do you think about DeAndre Swift, right? Because that guy is a straight-up gamer out of Georgia. He gives you a, a position of need, maybe a little bit higher than you want, to, to now you're really talking about replacing Derrick Henry if you can't get a deal yeah. done and he possibly holds out if you tag his ass again next year. I, I'm, I'm a no on first-round running back. It, Even it could, DeAndre Swift? Yeah, I, I think if DeAndre Swift is there at 19, at 29, that could be somebody can you can no, trade. That's you, not what we're talking about. We're talking about one prospect you cannot pass up to pick at 29. I, I'm aware, and I'm letting you know, if DeAndre Swift is available at 29, I'm going to call somebody who needs a running back to see if I can trade out with that guy. I think DeAndre Swift can be a, a trade bait pick. Well, obviously, Titans. all of these guys can be. But that, Zach, I'm that, that's what I, yes, it does. I'm telling you no. I'm telling you I, I'm but not. That, oh, you're telling me no, which I, I understand. You but you're not giving me a good reason. There's no reason to draft a running back in the first round who's going to be sitting behind Derrick Henry. You you have so many other needs to go address than, than running back in the first round. because There wasn't a need to draft a hurt defensive lineman last year named Jeffrey Simmons. But the Titans are in a different situation than they were a year ago. You like They went to the AFC Championship game. They had a 10-point lead on the Super Bowl champs and gave it away. They have so many other needs besides running back for the first round. My answer is no for any first-round running back. That, that's what I'm saying. And Rob says Henry's future is up in the air. Yeah, it is, but not for 2020. He signed the franchise tag. If, any, if I'm the Titans, you run Derrick Henry 350 times. For all I care, you got him on the franchise tag. Use it. Like Make, it, make that franchise tag for as much as it's worth. Okay, you're out on DeAndre Strift. I, I wouldn't hate it if they did that. I would be surprised, and that's what the conversation we're having. Before we get to ours, I got one more to toss at you, all right? Yeah. What about if Jordan Love falls to 29? The Titans do not have a backup quarterback because Mariota is with his boy Gruden all the way in Las Vegas. What if Jordan Love, in fact, falls to 29, Herbert and Tua and Burrow are all off the board to get their backup running, uh, quarterback and maybe quarterback of the future after signing Tannehill to, to kind of groom First round gives another option, right? That fifth year. What do you think about that? No, because again, we talked about backup quarterback and where do you draft him? Like if you draft Jordan Love at 29, then you have him for five years, at least four, maybe fifth. You have to decide. And here's the thing. Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans for the next three years. That's going to happen. You've only seen one really good year out of Ryan Tannehill, though. Yes, and I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm not well, discrediting let me, let, that. Let me, finish, that. let me finish my point here. Ryan Tannehill will be the starter for the next three years. You're going to pay him 90, $91 million over those three years. That's what was fully guaranteed in his contract. And the tricky part about this is Ryan Tannehill's third year will be locked in on the fifth day of next year. So he'll only play one year, and then the third year locks in. So if you draft Jordan Love 
that means you have to make a decision on Jordan Love's fifth year before he's ever been your starter because you have to make the fifth-year option decision before the player's fourth year, which is when Ryan Tannehill's been starting. So it makes no sense if Jordan Love's there at 29 to take him. I think if Jordan Love is there at 29, same thing with DeAndre Swift. You say, hey, who wants him? Come get him. Woof. And you have somebody trade up, and you go get a bunch of picks and move back. Uh, I, I Look, I, I agree with you. I would rather, and I agree with uh, Houston on Instagram, I'd rather have a, a Jalen Hurts in the later rounds than Jordan Love in the first. And Drew Sugg on Facebook says you don't draft backups in the first round. Well, ask Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes that because they were drafted as but, backups. No, they didn't have the same situation as Tannehill. I understand that. Yeah, but, and I think the Chiefs is the most the Chiefs is the most comparable situation here. But I don't remember exactly what Alex Smith's contract situation was. Alex Smith's contract was easier to move for the Chiefs than what the Titans contract would be for Ryan Tannehill. I, I think that's a fair assumption to make. All right, so mine is easy. Mine is Justin Jefferson. Ah, that like was me. mine too. Yeah, well, I have a backup and, and because I thought that may have been the case. Yeah. It's a wide receiver. My backup is Brandon Ayuk out of uh, Arizona State. I think both of those guys, but Je- Jefferson, right, Jefferson I think is less likely to be there at 29. Absolutely. So that's why I had a backup. I don't know if that how realistic that is. But he's a guy who could perfectly replace Corey Davis because we also talked about on yesterday's show – you're probably not going to pick up his fifth-year fifth option because he has not earned that as a fifth overall pick, right? So Brandon Ayuk at 29, I wouldn't be upset doing that or Je- Justin Jefferson because of the plays he was able to make. That guy's a gamer, and I think he could complement A.J. Brown and Jonu Smith and Adam Humphreys very, very well once Corey Davis probably departures after next year. Yeah, Justin Jefferson was my guy. His contested catch rate is like 94% completion. It's uh, Justin Jefferson just catches the football in traffic. And if you want to knock on Corey Davis, the wide receiver, then one thing you could say is Corey Davis really, a lot of times, he allows the DB to break up that contested catch. And Corey Davis needs to be more aggressive, like we saw in training camp with Davis. Uh, So I, I think Justin Jefferson, if he's at 29, I'm like full stamp of approval uh, for me on that one. So my backup, I went defense and Tress m- mentioned this on Periscope. I think it's less likely that Javon Kinlaw is available at 29 than Justin Jefferson. But if somehow Kinlaw is sitting at like the mid twenties, I think I could see the Titans really liking Javon Kinlaw a ton to basically have, twin Jeffrey Simmons uh, in the middle of your defense for five for four years together uh, on uh, Simmons contract but I, I think Javon Kinlaw was my he was my backup to Justin Jefferson all right so we've thrown out a lot of guys I just want to recap I've got mine look a broad rust but God knows how many players are going to be drafted over the weekend right so like well 255 Right, yeah, well, but a very small percentage of what the yeah. guys were throwing out to Correct. one particular team. Yes. So here's what I got. I this is this is my these are my guys, and I've yet to before we move on, I yet to have my wild card, and I love my wild. Card. I didn't know we were allowed to have a wild card. Well, it, well, no, this is a wild wild card. This is not like this is a wild card. I and thought like, I thought Likey oh, Foto was your guy. No, no, no. That was my fifth guy. Okay. <laughs> I have a wild card guy. So we've talked about I've got Christian Fulton out of LSU, the cornerback, Trayvon Diggs out of Bama, just mentioned Brandon Ayuk, 
A.J. Dillon out of B.C., Rashard Lawrence out of LSU, the Justin Jefferson we kind of share, and then the Lecky Fotu, which I love out of Utah. My wild card, are you ready for this? Yeah. Who kind of screwed them last year by saying he could play, then couldn't play, then coming back? They played Ring Around the Rosie with a bunch of kickers. Ah, Rodrigo Blankenship out of the University of Georgia. That, my friend, UGA Blankenship. I think if they pick him, I have no idea what round. Like seven. Don't, don't be don't be the Bucks and pick him in the seconds. But Rodrigo Blankenship, I think, could solidify a position because look, I know he's missed some kicks. He missed the kick in South Carolina, and they ended up losing that game. But Overall, his body of work, I think he's a fan favorite. Seventh round pick, they've got two of those bad boys. Three. maybe. May, oh, they got three. Well, maybe one of them on Rodrigo Blankenship. That is my wild card for the Tennessee Titans. You know, like Greg Joseph, they actually – remember, what we, what we forget about Greg Joseph is when they signed him in, like, December, they signed him to a three-year contract. So Greg Joseph is under contract. But yeah, good old Rex Specs there from Rodrigo Brown. Hot Rod. Hot Rod wearing the Rex Specs through the face mask. It's just such a throwback. It's amazing. I, look, I've whenever I've done mock drafts, as Zach has called me a mock draft addict, I always like to toss in Blankenship in the seventh round just to pander to Titans fans and be like, Look, found your kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, in the seventh round. I love the pick. I would, and if they do it in the seventh round, I think that would be look. Give him an opportunity. He was clutch in college over you know the full four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, nine, twelve, uh, however many years he was in college because it felt like you know it was like Greg Paulus a Duke. He was just there for yeah. a long, long time. But I, I, I would like that pick as a seventh rounder because I do think it's a team need. And you cannot ignore that the kicker in the NFL, you got to be able to hit clutch kicks at the end of games to win games. And I, I don't know this, and I don't know how I would Google search for it, but I don't know if the Titans have ever drafted a kicker. Uh, that I do not know either. I don't think so. I, mean, I can I can scan real fast if if I mean I got. The, I don't know if I'm going to be able to and just Google have the Tennessee Titans ever drafted a kicker. And Chad on YouTube says, if you aren't Al Davis, I don't know about selecting kickers or punters. That was an all-time – Sebastian Janikowski is the best kicker ever selected in the draft. I mean – Oh, he, yeah. First-round pick, absolutely. And that was a huge risk, but See, he because, worked out. Because if you, look at, if you look at the two punters the Titans have really had ever since they moved to Nashville, Craig Hendrick first was a Packer. Then Brett Kern was first the Denver Bronco. And then you look at the kickers, Al Del Greco. I don't know if he was drafted, uh, but then Joe Nedney was a waiver wire ad. Uh, Rob Baronis was undrafted. Uh, Gary Anderson was like, came out of retirement from his ice fishing hole up in Alaska. Uh, and then <laughs> who else you got there? Like, uh, and then Ryan Suckup was Mr. Irrele Irrelevant for the Chiefs. So I, I don't, and some, and want Allen says, uh, drafthistory.com is a great website. I don't know if I'll be able to find that, but I, to my recollection, I don't think the Titans have ever drafted a kicker unless it was like back in Oilers history. All right, so before we get to the magic bucket, which, uh, you know, IG people over there on Instagram and YouTube, this is your first real 
feel of the magic bucket. I do want to, I think we need to talk about this because the next time we will go live will be tonight on our try stream with Austin Buck and myself reacting to the draft and also taking you through it live as the Titans select. So make sure you make, make sure your notifications on, on all of YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and also Periscope slash Twitter. What do you think about, and this is something that Josh has brought up, Gronk goes to the Bucks. There's really not a need for O.J. Howard. How would you feel about the Titans going out and trading for O.J. Howard to pair with John o. Smith, Ferkser, and Michael Pruitt? That's well, a lot of my guess is the Bucks would probably want a draft pick this year for O.J. Howard, right? Because they just gave one up for Gronk. And Possibly, so I, or a future, maybe yeah, a next year. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's worth it. I think the Titans should keep the draft picks that they have. So I, I don't think it's worth to trade a, a draft pick for O.J. Howard. Um, so I would say no, the Titans should not be players there. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because I've, I've seen that a lot on social media, Titans fans saying, hey, what about O.J. Howard? So I, I agree with you. I, I think you stay away. You let O.J. Howard go somewhere else, and you let TB12, Gronk, and the Bucks fire them cannons all year long. Yes, A to Z Sports. Before we get to the Magic Bucket, let's quickly do this. The best and the worst part about the NFL Draft, because it is finally here. So last, we've been doing the best and worst uh, every day in the month of April. So what is the best part and the worst part about the NFL draft? That is our next question for you guys. We'll give you our opinion here in a second. But first, let me tell you about Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Because there are so many alternatives to selling your home in the Nashville area after you move out. And I believe Renters Warehouse is the best alternative uh, of those. They can help you create an extra cash flow for you and your family. They can also uh, help you create and continue to build that equity in the home you already own. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. All right, guys, A to Z Sports. If you're just joining us on our, uh, our new platforms, we're going into a brand new realm. We're growing like crazy. This is what I've always said. If people start eating bats and the coronavirus gets the world, you know what you got to do? You either die or you adapt. And A to Z sports adapts. We get stronger, okay? It's like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ooze. We take that ooze and we get stronger. We're on YouTube. We're, let me, you're a podcast network. We can fill your podcast feed, whether you get it on Spotify, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. We've got you covered, so check that out tonight. Live for the draft. We will be broadcasting, so tune in then. All right, best and worst part about the NFL draft, but thank you to B-Rat, Bill Capisi. Capisi? Kicker from Florida State, Oilers drafted in 1981. There you go. Uh, that's where you guys. That's where you guys are fantastic. All right. So best and worst part of the NFL draft. Uh, I'll start with the best. The best is the fact that every NFL team is just so jacked up about the player they're going to get, and it's trades. It's it's all the action. There's nonstop action about the NFL draft, and it involves everybody. Yeah, it's about that. It's about that action, boss. That's my answer. Is that all the action with the NFL draft and the different scenarios, the unpredictability of that action? That's where I say. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of extend that, but mine is more of a feeling. Yeah, my feeling is the second you hear that music, bum 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 bum, ba da dum dum dum. 
you kind of get that juice. Your yeah. blood starts flowing and pumping a little bit faster because now you're trying to see this could be, and because it always happens, right? Like the Patrick Mahomes pick completely changed their franchise, right? Those picks will happen. And you're as a fan, if you're a fan of a football team, which is probably why you're watching this damn show, is that could change your franchise. And that is a, like AJ Brown. And I will say this, I picked A.J. Brown in October. They drafted him in April. One of the coolest experiences of my life, of my career, was standing in the pit, and they told me not to do it, but I asked for forgiveness. I don't ask for permission. Ain't even I, asked for forgiveness. I, was, I was about two feet away from the stage when they drafted A.J. Brown live in Nashville, downtown Broadway, and that was an adrenaline. That was, that was something that I can never – I can't explain and I cannot recreate that feeling is the best part about the NFL draft. Yeah, I think you're right. Whenever the chime that the pick is in chime goes on, all of our long hairs on the back of our neck because we haven't had a haircut in months try to stand up. You know, like uh, that's the feeling of chills when you get that chime going. So, and Matt best- Stewart on Facebook's right as sports fans, and there's a lot of sports fans, we need this so badly. Like we need this. Yeah, we need this more than ever. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is it, right? This is this is what we got. We gotta we gotta just sit here and grasp at, at all 255 picks of this NFL draft because after this, I mean, maybe hockey comes back, maybe the NBA figures something out, but that's probably a couple months away if we're being realistic. Tress says the best part about the draft is booing Roger Goodell. And here's here's the question: you see what I Bud have. Light did? Uh, no, what they do? Oh, Bud Light, this is a, a genius. Maybe I can uh, look this up to actually get it right 100%. But they've paired up with Roger Goodell and have turned this into a donation. So what has happened? I'm pulling it up because Darren Ravel tweeted this out yesterday. I was like, yeah. wow, that actually that makes a lot of sense and that's smart. But they've, they've paired up with uh, Bud Light Seltzer to every time they boo – like you need to do hashtag boo the commissioner. They're going to donate to a COVID-19 fund. Brilliant. Yeah, there you go. G-Man just shared the link. NFL draft, Bud Light gives fans a chance to boo Roger Goodell. My question about Roger Goodell, he's doing this from his basement. Will he have a podium? It's hashtag boo the commish. Boo the commish. Will Roger Goodell have a podium? Will he wear a suit? If he wears a, will he wear a, will he wear pants? Because Roger Goodell is not on stage. I mean, yes, like, he's going to wear pants. Are you sure? How, yeah. What's the percentage of America who's been working cargo for? shorts? I don't know. He can wear pajama pants and a tucked in button down for all we know. No, it's the commissioner of the freaking NFL. You wear you pants. Have no if he was wearing uh, sweatpants with his, with his suit. You don't jacket. think that the NFL is worried about technical difficulties where if they think that he's not on camera and he doesn't think he's on camera, but he's really on camera and he gets up to get a drink of water and you see his boxers. No, that's never going to happen. No, I'm not saying he's going to see his boxers, but it, it, like b says he's going to have a stage. I mean, Roger Goodell makes $40 million a year. He can have the biggest basement. He can have a concert venue in his basement for all that money he makes. But like Jared says, do y'all wear pants? I wear pants. I've worn pants every day. But Buck hasn't worn pants in like a month and a half. And so like, and, and nobody knows when Buck Rising is doing A to Z Sports Primetime that he's wearing an A to Z shirt and no pants. Because you don't even know. I like, wear you don't have to wear pants. 
I wear pants. You know why? I do too, because I like pockets. Well, no, I like pockets, but especially in this coronavirus BS is I wake up, I need to put on pants to make me feel real. I can't walk around in sweats all day, all right? I'm, yeah, not, well, and, I'm not in the New Jersey I'm the, I'm the designated errand boy of the, the household, so I have to have pants. But I'll be honest, like on the weekends, I've had the same going out Aaron pants boy? and shirt. That's a yeah, little- I'm the errand boy. And, oh, I demean myself, so it's okay. But like, <laughs> I, I think it's – yeah, but but – yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I've, you know, you wear the same clothes to go out to run an errand for like four days in a row. It doesn't matter because you're wearing them for 20 minutes and then you come back and you're taking off and get back in your comfy stuff. All right, Aaron boy, it's time to uh, do a couple more errands and do the magic bucket. It's about that time. Oh, but well, yeah. first the worst, I the know worst. I'm worse. The worst is late round picks that I don't care about. I don't care about what the Eagles or the Jets or the Jags in the sixth or seventh round. I don't care about it. Like I, I start to tune out of those late round picks. I pay attention to the teams that I pay attention to Titans, Bucks, Cowboys, maybe now the chargers. Cause they got badass uniforms. Even though <laughs> rivers is not there anymore, but I, I just pay attention to those teams. I get lost. And because I'm not the Bach draft junkie that a lot of other people are. Yeah, I think the worst part about the NFL draft has been a recent trend, and it's the trend of the forced creativity on how to announce the late-round draft picks. It's like, hi, we're live at the Cincinnati Zoo, and Toby the Bear is going to announce the Bengals' seventh-round pick. Like, screw that. Toby the Bear doesn't give a damn about who the Bengals pick. He just wants to eat something else because his next meal is probably late. So I hate the forced creativity at the very end. That, in my opinion, is the worst part about the NFL draft. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, Magic Bucket time. You guys are in for a treat. Magic Bucket, if you've never watched the Magic Bucket, you're on YouTube, you're on IGTV for the first time. The Magic Bucket uh, doesn't hold back, doesn't pull any punches. I've got 12 new entries for the Magic Bucket and a brand new sticker for the Magic Bucket. We'll do that here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle simulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com is where to go when they open back up. All of us with our quarantine pounds and our COVID, uh, our fat that we've been gaining, will need Mandu to jumpstart our fitness back to normal. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free at Mandu.com. All right, guys. Magic bucket. You, we got to do what the magic bucket tells us to do. We started this trend. Well, man, it's been probably like six, seven months. We can, And this is the one thing. Look, for all the new people, you can slide into our DMs and give us suggestions of the magic bucket, right? We, we don't eat ghost peppers or anything, but we do funny things and out-of-the-box out of thinking. But yes. slide into our DMs, and we do take user submissions for yeah. the magic bucket. But here's one thing, and Austin hadn't been on his game in the last couple of weeks, but he's back on his game this week. You have to provide a sticker to the magic bucket. You got to get creative. You can kind of go through some of the stickers that are on there, Baja Burrito, one love right there. We've that's, got Aaron Hernandez. That's that's uh that's uh Buzz Rising, shaved head buck. So we've got a lot of great stickers on here. I've got a new sticker. Real quick, uh B Rhett um asked if we can run through our five guys real quick uh to recap this before we dive into the magic bucket, literally. So my five guys, I think the Titans can land Ross Blacklock, Marlon Davidson. 
Damon Arnett, Amik Robertson, and Keyshawn Vaughn. All right, mine, Christian Fulton, cornerback, uh, Trayvon Diggs, cornerback, A.J. Dillon, running back from Boston College, Richard Lawrence, defensive tackle from uh, LSU, and also another defensive lineman, Lecky Fotu. Give me some of that Fotu. That's yes. what I want. All right, so here is the here's my sticker. I thought I, I had to get a sticker that fit currently what we were doing. So I went uh, a little uh, Super Troopers. Are you ready for my sticker, Meow? Meow. Meow. Ready for my sticker, Meow. All right, there we go. There's my sticker uh, in honor of Zach's mustache. There's my sticker right there. So I that, will, that's just here to stay, fellas. I mean, it, it, or everybody, you know, ladies, children of all ages, tag team champions of the world. I, I This is going to stay. It's got some good luck. And this is the only way that you could fight coronavirus. You fight fire with fire, mustache. Coronavirus hates the mustache. Why? Because mustaches are dominant. I love that sticker. So I, I'm having trouble getting the sticker off of this piece of paper. So I'm going to do that after the show. I do notice that we only have 37 seconds remaining on IG live. I guess the, the, the limit an is hour an limit. hour. I didn't realize that. So well, here's what going over. Look, shift on over to Facebook or our Periscope feed. ASD yes. sports. Look us up. You're on your phone right now. Hey, right. Shift on over. We're going to do the magic bucket. We're going to wrap up this show. Uh, before right we, now, right now, get over to the, get over right to Facebook, now. YouTube, or, or Twitter to watch the the magic bucket. Okay, all right. So here we go. I'm going to draw for my for no, my for me. You for did you. that last week. All right. So this is for Zach, as that has ended on IG Live. Everybody, jump over here. All right. So Zach, your magic bucket uh, entry is one of the new ones. And I need you to tell me what would be the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger walking on the street? What is the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger walking on the street? Like just it could anybody, just the creepiest thing I'm you sure. could. I mean, I can tell you right now it's, 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 I mean, not suited for this situation. I don't care. I mean, I will say it. It is the right answer. It is creepy. It's gross. It's kind of, it's weird. It's very weird. But if somebody, if I told you this on the streets and you didn't know me, or if I told somebody randomly on the streets, if I told a kid, a 70 year old woman, if I told them this, this would creep them out and they would immediately turn the other way. All right. What is it? It's to to whisper in their ear, I want to be inside you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that's the creepiest thing? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Give me pretty bad. There's not another, there is not another creepier thing than talking about that. Look, there's sexual violation. Yeah, that's whispers. one of them. That is that is that a is that illegal? <laughs> I, 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 that's, it's a want. It's not a need. That's definitely a sexual uh, assault uh, by whatever. Absolutely. By but that, that the magic bucket asked me to do that. It's gross. I would never do it. But oh, it's, that is the right. So I'm going to read some of the comments of what you guys have said because they're great. <laughs> oh, man. Colton says, say, smells like pickles and walk off. <clears throat> Jason, that's, not, that's not creepy. That's Jason like, says, okay, the, so the magic bucket says, what would be the creepiest thing you could say to a stranger while walking down the street? Jason goes, you look different when you're not asleep. That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> Eric says, I like your smell. We've got Nardo with a very, ele very elementary, nice butt. Scott says, looking for a date, question mark. Juan with a really good one. Just says, lock your doors tonight. That's terrifying. And then Tress with a very uh, current, uh, just a big sneeze. Just a big sneeze walking right by somebody is the worst thing you could possibly do. Uh, That's, right that actually is the winner. So I, I played a trick on my, my sister the other day. I was FaceTiming her. She lives in Denver. And she had called me, so I called her back like 20 minutes later, and she was in a department store or grocery store. She had her mask on, and she had sunglasses on. Like, she was very incognito. She had gloves on. You know, taking the precautions, right? Social distancing, all that. And I'm on FaceTime. She's like, I can't talk right now. I'm standing in line. And I just start going, <laughs> and she immediately hung up on me because she was so freaked out that other people would hear me coughing over the phone. Bad. Bad. All right. So I'm still having trouble peeling the sticker off the damn sheet. So I'm just going to pull for myself. Oh, Dwayne says, have you checked the children? My God, you people. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrifying i used to do that i played pranks on my my parents and my my friends and stuff in department stores to make them super uncomfortable i have never said what i said and i'm not going to say it again i have never said that to a random stranger passing them on the street though. all right here's my magic bucket uh entry here <clears throat> ah this is not as bad this is a zach bingham entry but it's going to be weird it's that I have to wear my watch on the opposite wrist for the next full day. Oh, heck yeah. That's so a good one. Do I need to do that? Is it where I start today? Because today is going to be a long ass day because we're going to be up live late and like 11 p.m. So I could go ahead and do it now if you want me to and just do it for the rest of today or I could do it tomorrow. Your pick. Uh, uh, you can do it, do it today because okay. it's going to be a longer day. So I will go. Go ahead and swatch. I am a lefty who wears his watch on the on his left hand, which is rare to a lot of people think that's weird. So now I have to turn my watch on my right hand, which I don't even know if I can do this. Uh, that's upside down. So there we go. So let's see if I can even put it on there if I'm coordinated enough to do this. Uh, but that's that's a, it's an easy one. It's more of a annoying thing that I have to deal with throughout the day. Uh, right well, now, I'm yeah. struggling to to get this thing on here. Well, and we got we'll, we'll do a little checkup midday, and then obviously tonight when we have our tri stream going in. Uh, so yeah, I'm that it's it's again it's a subtle. This kind of gets the feel and the vibe of the magic bucket. It's not anything extreme, right? It's not right. good. Jump so off I, I'm I'm good. I got it over here. So there we go. Got my watch flipped. Um, so there we go. It already feels really strange already. So maybe I like it. Maybe I, I, I permanently switched over there because I am a lefty. So when I write with my watch, there is some, there are some issues. What time is it right now? Uh, my watch says it is like 923. So it's like a minute off. So it's close, but it, it, there you go. All right, guys, we've had a great show today. We want to thank all of our uh, new viewers that are watching us on Instagram Live and on YouTube. We'll continue to do that. It's pretty exciting as we move forward with all of our different social media ventures. But thank you guys for interacting. You guys make this fun and you guys make this exciting. Tonight is going to be an exciting night because it's the closest thing we've had to sports, the NFL draft. We will broadcast live 
right around pick 20. The Titans pick at 29. It obviously depends on how the draft falls, but make sure you have your notifications on. It will be myself, Austin, and Buck will be giving you great insight, great reaction. And it's really the only place, and look, I'm not biased when I say this. We will have the best Titans coverage and the best NFL draft coverage that you will get on, on the internet. We will be there for you for your reaction. We've got a whole team of guys that are, are ready and waiting to give you guys information, whether it's phone call press conferences, whether it's graphics, whether it's information, whether it's statistics, whether it's reaction that we'll do on our live show. So stick with us, and thank you guys for joining us. All right, and uh, right there, uh, Brent asked, how do we submit an entry for the Magic Bucket? DM us, whether it's Facebook message, Twitter DM, Instagram DM. You can send us an email as well. Uh, but uh, that's the best way to do it is just DM us right there and we will add it. Well, I, I will put it on a running list of magic bucket entries. So uh, thanks for watching guys. Really enjoyed it. Uh, really enjoyed having IG live uh, with us for the first hour of our show today. Uh, so if you miss anything, check us out. Thanks for watching guys. We will see you later on. Adios.